Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You absolute bloody legends. Welcome back to another episode of Fat Chat by Body Magic. Uh, I've had some unbelievable messages of uh, podcast listeners sending me those on Instagram and on email, just saying how much they're enjoying listening uh, to Fat Chat. And it's it's been bloody awesome. Really appreciate everybody that's uh, reached out, taken the time and uh, given us all that great feedback. I do I absolutely love doing the pod and I can't wait to keep bringing them uh, to you and keep growing this Fat Chat community. So uh, the episode today, uh, I haven't just got one, but I've got two superstar guests. Uh, they're up and coming AFL players uh, that play for uh, Carlton. I'm fortunate enough to be able to work with them in the off season um, with a little bit of training. I'm joined by Jack Carroll and Jesse Motlop. So uh, the boys. They're actually housemates. They live together. Um, they obviously play together over at uh, Carlton and it was great to sit down and get a little bit of insight about what their sort of lifestyles like, uh, the transition going from, um, you know, like more amateur uh, football into the pro leagues, how they're finding their first couple of years, tips and tricks, uh, what they do for prepping for game day um, and a little other, a few other bits and pieces and some fun stuff with the boys as well. So I uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, and uh, this episode as well, if you haven't already, it would really mean a lot if you could either rate, subscribe or like uh, Fat Chat on any of the streaming platforms that you're listening to it on. Uh, we had a look at the stats and it was like 70% of people that are tuning in regularly haven't clicked, subscribe, follow or liked an episode yet. Uh, and it just goes a long way into getting more guests each and every week. And obviously, the bigger we get the pod, the bigger the guests get. Uh, and uh, I'm committed to uh, building uh, Fat Chat to be the best uh, listening experience possible. And I can do that with your help. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, that would be great. Uh, it's also footy preseason time. I've just started doing a little bit of uh, promotion for my footy preseason program. If you're, a, if you're a football player of any ability, I have got an online program that uh, that's the same programs that I'm using with a lot of the AFL and AFLW players that come on through and train with me. So it includes a gym program, running program, a weekly check-in with a body magic coach, nutrition plans, and a whole heap more. And if you're in WA, we'll also be linking up each week to do a running sesh together, which will be a lot of fun. I'd love for you to be a part of it. There is limited spots. It sold out last year, so if you're keen to do it, uh, head on over to www.bodymagic.fit to sign on up to that one. And as being uh, listeners of the podcast, if you use the code word FOOTY, all in capital, F-O-O-T-Y, uh, you'll get $5 off your subscription each week until it's sold out. Uh, but uh, love your work, guys. Let's get into the episode with Jesse and Jack. Here we go. 
All right, welcome back to another episode of Fat Chat. Now, I've got double the amount of great episodes today. When you invite one of them, you get the other one. They've got separation anxiety, genuinely. Uh, they're two of the up-and-coming uh, stars of the AFL. They play for Carlton. Please welcome Jesse Motlop and Jack Carroll. Boys! Thanks for having us. Mate, well, thanks so much for uh, coming down and doing the pod with me. It's... Um, going to be great i can't wait to get into uh, all things of uh, your career so far um everything about uh, performance and what it takes to be an afl athlete and just have have a bit of fun with it as well so um how we know each other is a little bit of training in the off season come down and done some body match sessions yep a few sessions couple of sessions yeah came with um blake acres who else was there Bryn, Bryn Bryn, yeah oh, um, judd, judd mcvee jumped in as well yep. yeah good fun all those sessions career. how'd you find them yeah, they were pretty solid. Yeah, solid. I think Motsi was pretty solid. <laughs> oh. Probably the hardest session I've ever done. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll go into like all the preseason stuff and everything that comes uh, with uh, being an AFL athlete a little bit later on. But let's talk about you guys a little bit. So um, have you guys done many pods before? Have you been on episodes? Uh, yeah, couple, a couple. Yeah, and, a you, and you had a podcast yeah, as well. Yeah, I used to have a podcast, but Good. it's dead now. So. Nice. Well, <laughs> yeah. what, what was it? What was it called? It was called Deadly Discussions. What were you talking about? What was the, what uh, was the podcast? I just got a few of my, my mates from school around and... Had a few chats with them. Um, lucky enough, one of them got drafted, so that Great. episode was a bit bad. went went nuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. that's all. So, how old were you when you were doing that? Uh, probably year eleven. Yep, year eleven, twelve. Um, but yeah, I just once I got drafted, I thought I was going to bring it back, but it's pretty energy draining. It is. On list, it is so. actually like just like to tee them up and everything. It's like it, it helps big time if you have someone doing all the editing and stuff. Yeah. Did you have any? You were telling me a little bit before you had some episodes that you like yeah, didn't record. Like, it's and hard because you got to make sure everything's recording, and sometimes you might. Oh, like I just remember I, I missed it once and you ended up filming three times. So and then the third time you're like, oh. yeah, it's all pretty fake by then. So you've heard everything. And you still try to give the same level of excitement, <laughs> exactly. saying the same questions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you guys, uh, you obviously play together at Carlton, but you're also housemates, right? Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Great. And uh, what do you? What suburb is it? Vale. Yeah, nice one. And did you know each other before being at Carlton, or did you met each other at the club, or? Yeah, no, nah, we actually didn't know it. Like, we knew of each other. Yeah. Had a, uh, like, a few mutual friends and stuff. But then, I think the first time we met was actually when we, when Mots moved in with us. Great. So there you go. Day day day. A bit of an awkward day. And yeah. who, who teed that up? Uh, through the club, I think yeah. it was. Like, uh, Dirds and I, our other housemate, we were living together. And we knew that whoever we drafted was going to move in with us. So. Gotcha. Yeah, Mots was lucky enough. Lucky be. enough. Yeah, <laughs> I was lucky great. enough. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to do before we move on to anything, we're going to do a little, uh, th- this is a safe space, Ryan, and I know you guys are housemates and you spend a lot of time together. So we're going to do Body Madge's Bad Housemate Habits, right? It's a little clinic we've got set up here. Oh, so we've we got the couch. We've got, we, we got the couch. We're sitting down. We're nice and comfy. It's like, you know, so we're just going to have a chat. So come to the clinic. Um, so it's a free hit, safe space. There's no repercussions for anything that either of you say. Let's go, Jesse first. What's huh. a, what's something that Jack does that just pisses oh, you the fuck off? It's anything, <laughs> is it? Nah, it's hard to think of one. <laughs> nah, I reckon. Um, oh, it's weird because you say it now, and there's no repercussions. But we get in the car, and it's going. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is safe space. This is the deal. It's this is safe. a deal. This yeah. is safe space. All nah, right. Jack is very um, in his ways. So I reckon he's pretty set. Yep. So. Uh, it's pretty hard to move him off. Um, he's stubborn. Like he's stubborn. stubborn gotcha. yeah, so. In what sort of example? Like, is it like for um, things that he does in the mornings, his routines, or is it? Um, oh, what is it? Anything. Like, yeah, anything. <laughs> like, he's probably the most stubborn person I've met. But like, sometimes it's a good thing, and most other times it's not. Stuff <laughs> gets done. Yeah, yeah. Good. good. Stuff good. gets done. Yeah, but um, nah, habits. He's pretty good around the house. That's I'll, good. I'll give him credit there. So. 
cleaning and cooking. And return serve, what do you got? Well, Mott, one thing that's come up a few times recently is Mott seems to think if he doesn't cook dinner for a while, then like he doesn't actually have to make up for it. So, gotcha. Oh, so, that's so it's like a running, so it's a running no, tally of who's been in the meal. Context here. It'll be his night to cook dinner and then half an hour before dinner, he'll be like, oh, boys, I... I got a dinner on, like, I won't be able to cook dinner tonight. That, 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 oh, that, was, that was one time. That was one time. This other time, most recently, my mum came over for about a week. A and week. I, I wasn't home once, yeah. and then he didn't think he had to make up any dinners. Oh, but They're not wrong. cooking for me, so I was like, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> worst, worst. I like that. Well, um, my, uh, my girlfriend, Beck, who we've moved in together... We could do a, I could do a whole segment on. Uh, I think we're gonna have to get her on with all of the things that Beck does. She does teacups. Leave them everywhere. Do you do? Te- do you leave cups and stuff everywhere? Oh, I think yeah. Not us too. Our sink this morning had about six cups. Did it? Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like a collective effort. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Beck loves to leave the um like the um the teacup, but with the tea bag still in it, and it just festers away. Oh, and I find them weeks later. That'd like be nice and mouldy. Nice and mouldy. They're just growing like little ecosystems. <laughs> on them. They're fucking terrible. But um, anyway, that's great. Really good. Well, no repercussions on that. All pretty, all pretty good. All pretty good. Yep. So um, let's get a little bit more uh, familiar <laughs> with you both. Um, so tell us, Jack, where did you grow up? Uh, yep. So I'm originally from Geraldton. Yep. Um. Born and raised there, I did pretty much all my schooling apart from year 12 there. Played all my footy there. Was it there. Chapman Valley? Chapman Valley. Yeah. And then St. Pat's when I was younger, but I don't think they have a team anymore. But yep. yeah, all my footy there, I used to just drive back and forth between Perth and Jarrow for my games. Um, and then, yeah, year 12, I moved to Perth and did um, school at CBC before then moving to Melbourne. Yeah, great. And the Geraldton, there's, there's quite a few guys from Geraldton. So is yeah. Brins from... Brins from Brin that way. Yep. Yeah, he's like Northampton, Geraldton. Judd yep. McVeigh at the moment, he's from there. Paddy Cripps as well? Cripps is Northampton. Northampton, yeah, so yep. just down the road. Um, but yeah, it's been a pretty successful little area for yeah. producing AFL players. And did you play with those guys as well or against them in Yeah, in I didn't comp? play... I don't think I've played with... Any of them, but yeah, played like against guys like Brendan Judd growing up, and then there's always been a few other handy footy players that hopefully over the next few years will do well. Yeah, great. And what was the club called that you played for for juniors? Uh, St. Pat's, St. And Pat's, then Chatham yeah. Valley. Yeah, yeah, great, nice one. And um, Jesse? Uh, yeah, I was um, in Perth my whole, pretty much my whole upcoming, um, right. Adelaide and Melbourne at some points, but played for South Rio pretty much from under 14s all the way to um, I got a gig in the league team, which was nice. And yeah, great. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Played South Coogee Junior Football Club. So, yep. other than that, like pretty stock standard. Just nice. came through the junior ranks and and how uh, how long were you in Adelaide and Melbourne for? Uh, so I was born in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, dad was playing footy at the time, so yes, he was that was playing, my next lot of stuff. Yeah. I was talking about your dad. Yeah. So he was playing at North, and then um, a year later, I reckon I would have been one, and we moved to Adelaide. So yep. I was there for about five years, and <laughs> you probably <were> one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so lived in Adelaide for five years, and then moved to Perth when I was about six. Yeah, great, nice one. And um, yeah, so your dad and your your whole family, quite a famous football family. Who's who's the best? Who do you reckon? Oh, <laughs> I always tell him I'm going to be the best. Yeah, um, nice. but I reckon. Oh, it's a touchy subject in the family. They all get a bit insecure about. Well, that they stuff. can't do yeah. anything about <laughs> yeah, it now. They've already done. They've they already could. done what they can. So, uh, balls in your court. How well, good? I think um, Uncle Stephen probably had the best career. Yep. Dad was probably the best player, and then my Uncle Shannon, uh, he definitely wasn't the best, but he won a premiership out of all of them. Yep. And your Daniel, uh, sorry, your your dad Daniel Motlop, he played for uh, North and Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Yep. Yeah. Great. Great. So, have you got like memories of going down to the games and and being in the rooms and stuff like that with him? Oh, all the time. Like I think. I used to go to the club like three days a week yep. um, and I'd just pretty much, 
run amok with a few of the Burgoyne boys and stuff like that. And yeah, awesome. Uh, it was a pretty fun environment, so yeah, it wasn't awesome. too unfamiliar when I came in. I was going to say, so, so like you grew up and that was the environment that you were around, so I bet that just feels, you know, pretty familiar with you. Yeah, with, exactly. with yourself, you know, being, being in that sort of um, environment. That's awesome. And was it always like, was there any level of expectation for you as you were juniors and coming on through to make AFL or, or that, you know, your, your dad and your uncles went too fussed? No, nah, I think it was it was pretty good, to be honest. I, mm. I love the game enough to want to make it myself. And, Great. Um, yeah, there wasn't too much expectation from the family, so Great. Um, it was pretty easy that way. And, Jack, did any of your family play uh, in any of the local leagues or anything like that up in Geraldton? Uh, they actually, they didn't. Dad only really played juniors, but he speaks to himself highly, but <laughs> he, he didn't go past juniors, so I don't know how It sounds like what I'm going to be like when I'm a dad, I reckon. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> um, I think my pop was actually pretty good back in the day. I think yep. he played for a few state teams and things like that. So yeah, great. Probably where where it comes from, I'd say. Unreal. And then uh, junior days, was there any games that really stand out for you? Did you kick any big bags? Was there any games that really stood out? Go, Je- Jesse, go first. Uh, I had a big bag um, at school footy once in year eleven. I kicked eleven goals. So oh, beautiful! Yeah, it was on that day, and it was nice. a nice feeling. Nice. Hasn't happened since. But set, <laughs> set shots or snaps or a bit of everything. Oh, everything, 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 everything was going in yep. that day. Had the fire. What did you win by? Uh, we won by about a hundred. So oh. probably doesn't really count then. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you could say that, but you'll take 11, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And Jack? Um, I think I kicked nine was my most. But the funny thing about it was I was nine goals straight, mm-hmm. and then I kicked eight points in a row. After oh, that. so just evened it up. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, like I was, end of the third, I think I had nine. I was like, all right, I need, need to get one more. Oh, in the, the same game? You same kicked, game. Holy so, shit. Yeah, I was oh nine my God. goals straight, and then I kicked eight. I think it was like seven or eight points in a row after that. And that was wow. my... That was my last year Elton game, so that's amazing. And then they just went, "Yeah, you're too good here. Get get back down to bed." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. And then uh, leading up to like uh, being drafted um, in junior days, and you played South Frio and East, East Frio. Frio yep. yep. So, was there? Did, did you always think you were going to end up on an AFL list at some point, or was it kind of like you were just playing footy and just see how it went? Or what did you think? Um, for me, that was always the goal. Like yep. uh, ever since I was a little kid, that's all I wanted to do. Uh, to be like, I planned for obviously tried at school and stuff, but like at the end of the day, all I ever wanted to do was play AFL. So yep. kind of just beelined that, and was fortunate enough that it worked out. Yeah, great. And Jesse, I was pretty similar. Like, couldn't see myself not playing at the top level, and yep. um, obviously set myself up outside of footy just in case. But um, yeah, lucky enough. Yeah, of course. And then how did uh, all the draft experience go for you? So what what year were both of you and what picks? I was 2020 pick 41. Yep. I was 2021 pick 27. Great, great. And uh, was there any other like uh, clubs that were interested? Did you not, did you have a good idea you were going to go to Carlton or was it a bit of a surprise or? Yeah, I actually, I had no idea going in. I think... Like at the, I was, I think I was, like I was known as the slider of our draft. So Rank going 14 in, or something. Yeah, yeah. like it was funny. Like at the, watching the draft was one of the most stressful nights of my life because the whole time they have like your rankings on the right side, yeah. and I was ranked like fourteen or something, and like the whole draft were down to like 35, 37. And it still it just, cold. Yeah, right there. It just had <sighs> Jay Carroll the whole time, and I was just, I was freaking out. But eventually, like I think going into it, Carlton were probably like my favourite, like the team that I wanted to go to most. So yep. it's funny how it works out in that way. Yeah, wild. And uh, were you actually at the draft then? If you no, I, was, at I was just at home with friends and family. So yeah, yep. we had, there was like 20 of us there. So everyone was getting a little bit... <laughs> Stressing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that at one point it cut out and I just remember mum freaking out. Like she was <laughs> like... She, her, she would have been peaking. And then... Oh yeah, no. Unfortunately, just... we didn't miss out on anything. But yeah. Yeah. 
And Jesse? Oh, I was lucky enough. I went around the pick that I was ranked. So great, I great. kind of expected it. But I just kind of went to plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I had a few clubs that I thought would take me a bit earlier. But um, lucky enough, Carlton got a pick 27. So. Yeah, unreal. And uh, rolling into uh, Carlton, like, you know, early days, I imagine there's lots of excitement, lots of nerves, all that sort of thing, walking into such like a massive club. Um, was there anyone that first day you were like, I can't wait to either meet that person or really impress them with uh, with all your training and your effort and everything. Yeah, I think for me the obvious one was probably probably Cripper. Yeah, came from where I was from, and then did I, you know him beforehand? I didn't know him, but I, I know his younger brother Josh. Yep. So we were, we were good mates. But I think the day after I got drafted, I went down to Perth from Jarrow and I went out for brekkie with Cripper, and I remember just being that nervous, like. I was starving, but I could not eat my food. I had, I got like scrambled eggs on toast, and I reckon I only ate half the eggs. And I was no. just, I was freaking out the whole time. But that's then, awesome. But now you're like, you're like real good mates with him. Yeah. You went to his like wedding and everything, didn't you? Yeah, no, he, I was very lucky. He took me under his wing a fair bit, and he's taught me a lot. So now we're pretty close. We've actually been looking after his dog the last few days. Oh, so. great! How good? Yeah. Where's he going? Back to Perth? Yeah, he was just uh, stayed next to in Sydney, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And Jesse? Um, I don't know. I reckon it was just a bit of everyone. I oh, moved in with. Um, Corey and Jack first day, so um, probably wanted to get on their good side early. Totally. Um, and yeah, lucky enough, Jack took me under his wing a bit at the start and then started just building relationships with all of them. Yeah, great. That's good. That's good. And yeah, inseparable ever since, obviously. <laughs> can't, can't even do a podcast. So that was going, oh, can we do it one each? No, 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 no. We come, we come together. We come together. No problem. Um, and then uh, for uh, your first game, so Jack, you kick your yeah, f- first kick, first goal, yeah. beautiful. I, I remember watching. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the game and like how, I guess, the lead up and how did you find out that you were being in the side? Yeah, no, that was a good moment, that one. That's probably the... When I think about back to it, that's the one that I that I remember. But awesome, yeah. eh? In the lead up, it was kind of funny because going in, we all kind of thought like at the house we we're talking about it a bit, and we're like, oh, hope, like surely it's this week, surely it's this week. And then I remember on the Thursday, Bossy came around to chat to me, and I was like, oh no, because if he's coming to chat to me, then I'm obviously not playing because they do a big announcement usually. Yes. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're close, mate. Emergency. Hopefully next week. But George Hewitt was really sore, and then. I don't know if it was planned all along, but then the next day it got like I saw George and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not playing." I was like, oh, "Surely, oh, sorry." No, <laughs> no, swear all your life, no problem. Yeah. Um, and then I just in the meeting, then it just got announced, and I was like, going in, I was half like, "Oh, surely, surely," because and then the night before as well, it got posted on AFL Central saying, "Yep, that I was playing." And then I was like, "Oh," so did you find out that way? So that was kind of because that, that was like the hint just, that you it got. It was weird because I was like. Yeah, so something's gone. How did somewhere. AFL Central know before? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, that's what I want to know. Me. So I, I remember because you remember we saw the post and yeah. we were like, "Oh, that's a bit weird." Like maybe, <laughs> maybe I am playing. And then the next day I found out, and it, yeah, it all, all went pretty well after that. And uh, Jesse, what about you? Yeah, mine. I guess you always have that kind of hint that you might be. Um, but for me, it was Jack. Usually sits on the other side of the room. <laughs> yes. Um, in meetings, so I sit next to Dirds and. Um, yeah, you can see the cameras come in at the start of the meeting. And you're going, what's going on here? And yeah. Jack comes and sits next to me for the first time. So <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, a bit something. of camera time from the yeah, band. So, yeah, he yeah. thought, I'll get in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So couple extra followers, sat beautiful. <laughs> Never sat there again. Um, but yeah, and then they announced it. So Jack got his screen time, which was good. Unreal, <laughs> unreal. And then your debut game, how did it go? I was awesome. I was over in Western Sydney. Um right. Beautiful place, yeah. <laughs> beautiful area. place. Yeah, we just spent. Uh, I was there for a few weeks for my girlfriend. Beck did the Australian Idol stuff, oh, yeah. and they did the filming out in like um, uh, um, what's it called Rudy Hill, which is like near like Blacktown and stuff, yeah. which is where 
hectic place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Of people out there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go continue. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it was good. Like Jack was playing, Corey was playing, and um, it was an unbelievable experience and got to kick the first goal as well. So unreal and the win. So good, so good. And uh, since then, playing in you know AFL, VFL, everything. Have you ever been like starstruck by someone you've played out in the field with? Who'd you who'd you support growing up? I supported Brisbane. Yeah, I'm, I haven't been lucky enough to play them yet. But yeah. And I'm Port Adelaide, but I haven't played them either. Yeah, so. nice. And did you like? Yeah, did you, did you waltz out in the field and go, "Oh my god, there's that person"? Or um, I don't, I don't reckon I've had a huge moment like that. I, probably against the more moment like that would be in the Collingwood game last year. I think it was a huge crowd, eighty something thousand, yeah. ninety thousand. That yeah. was the first time where I was like, "Wow, this is this is pretty cool." Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think we're lucky enough that we get to play in front of some massive crowds and eighty to ninety thousand. I, like I reckon this year we've had probably three already. Huge, yeah! You've had massive crowds like that. crowds yeah. coming out. Going back to that, yeah, buddy. When we played Sydney last year, pretty sick. I yeah, meeting and like yeah. seeing Buddy and pl- like playing out there with him, I was like, wow, this is so cool. I remember kick a goal right next yeah, year or something. He, yeah, he took, <laughs> he took a mark, yeah. and I like I man the mark, and we were up, we were up by a bit of time, so I was okay because deep down I was like, geez, I hope he kicks this. It'd be pretty cool to watch him kick a goal right in front of me, and he did kick it, and I was like, I was like a bit of a. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> couldn't couldn't even be mad about it. you're like yeah. oh, that's pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I imagine it would be like that. Like you know, yeah. and, and, but also like I guess if you're building it up yourself like that, it's hard to like be in the game. And you, you're so focused and you know perf- about performing and being in the game. So I'm sure your mind isn't drifting like that. But um, when moments like that happen, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, pretty yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, in any level, so like AFL juniors, anything like that, has there been any like rivalries that you've had like with any one particular player? Like, because like I, for example, like my junior basketball days, there was like this team. Uh, that they were called Jets, right? And we just play them in every final. And it was like, you know, that that was like the matchup, like growing up. Was there any like that for you guys? Um, in local footy, there was always one team that we didn't we didn't love. It was Brigades back when I was growing up. Uh, Chatham Valley and Brigades. We always through like under under sixteens mainly in Colts. Yeah, it was always us like in the grand finals and stuff like that. And I don't. There was nothing crazy to it, but I just remember hating. They him. they were they they were yeah. the ones that just stick in your mind. Yeah, yeah. really didn't like them, even though some of my best mates played for them. But oh, that really? Just made it even better. Yeah, wicked. And Jesse? um, I reckon school footy is probably the one when I think about that. You got like I reckon you always got all the borders and stuff oh, on the side. Fucking and it borders. Goes pretty yeah. crazy. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, like obviously now it's different when you're playing in front of such big crowds, but back then, like that was the biggest crowd you'd get. You get like two thousand people at a game. Oh, it would have been yeah, humming. Awesome feeling. Hey, Legends, quick little break in the podcast here. Just to say thank you so much for everyone that's tuning on in regularly and listening to Fat Chat. Uh, the messages, the support, the community that's starting to build is uh, bloody awesome. And I can't wait to keep bringing it, keep building it, and keep getting great guests and more episodes on uh, each and every week. If you haven't already, though, it would be a massive help and a massive favour to me if you wouldn't mind uh, either clicking the follow, subscribe, or like button. We had a look at some stats and it was like 70% of people that have been tuning on in regularly haven't clicked that button yet. Uh, And uh, if you want to go even one further, give us a five-star rating. Again, it just goes a long way into making the podcast more attractive for bigger guests to come on. When it's a bigger platform, obviously, um, you know, bigger names want to come on, promote their businesses themselves, um, their uh, their social pages, all that sort of thing. And I can only do that uh, if uh, everybody helps me, uh, supports me and gets around that and follows, subscribes and likes. But uh, love your work, guys. Let's get back into the episode. Here we go. 
So, boys, what I'm really excited to talk to you about, and I'm sure everybody listening is going to take a lot from, is everything to do with your performance and all your habits when it comes to being a professional athlete. So, um, you know, you guys are obviously at the start of your very exciting careers, and there's going to be a lot more games, a lot more years, and a lot more experiences you go on through. But I think there'd be heaps of people that could really take away um, some of the uh, things that you've been through, experiences, and that sort of thing. So, I'm, I can't wait to hear some of this from you. So, Let's start off with uh, pre-season stuff, which is how we know each other, doing a little bit of training. So how does it work uh, with uh, finishing off the year? You go in and you have like an exit um, meeting with your coaches and that sort of thing, and they give you some things to work on. What does that then look like, that little period for when you've got time by yourself? Um, so, yeah, initially after the season, you'll get like two, two, three weeks off training and you kind of... You can go for runs and stuff if you want, but it's pretty much there's no scheduled training. Yep. And then in after that, that's when you'll get into your program. So it's kind of like for us, it's cycles. Like in terms of you just build up your load as you go, and then it might drop down and get get more. Like the load will get higher again. Yeah, for sure. And then and uh, I guess it, you have to have that little bit of complete break yeah. after having such a heavy load of the season the whole yeah. time as well. Hey. Yeah, and just like mentally as well, a bit of a refresh. Yep. I think Most for us, way. our schedule is like. Monday run and gym. Tuesday was day off, but that was the optional day where you could do something. I think that's when we when we came and did some stuff. Yep. Wednesday run and gym. Friday run gym. Saturday morning run as well. Yeah, that's kind of what that looked like. Yeah, great. And then for your exit meetings, did you have anything uh, that the coaches or anything like that told you to work on, or uh, you know extra things that went? Oh, why don't you try this for next year or anything like that leading into the preseason? Yeah, you meet with um all the coaches and then you meet with the high performance team as well yep. um so i guess they all just set the goals for you um what they think you should come back and yep. uh whether that's your 2k time your skin folds and stuff like that so um yeah for me wasn't too good when i came back <laughs> the, the skin folds anyway but yeah so 2K was good 2k was good um Oh, no, sorry, it was the 2K at first and then the skin folds the next time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, so you started off well yeah. and then, then they went, oh, you're a bit fat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, nice. And Jack, was there anything that uh, you were told specifically to work on uh, for the off-season, like even skill-wise or anything like that? Was there anything? Um, or? I reckon skill-wise, it's like it's pretty broad for us. It's just kind of hone in on what you like, but it's ma- we mainly focus on like your running. So... And your, and your gym stuff. For me, I wanted to get like a few kilos. They wanted me to get a few kilos heavier. Yep. A little bit stronger in the gym, but and then just slowly shave off a bit more time off my 2K. So, yep. Uh, mainly focused on the gym for me. Yeah, great. I was really impressed when both of you came in any time for training sessions. The intensity that you guys went at is really, really good. Um, so what's sort of like the mentality uh, that you take into, you know, training sessions and doing extra, extra work as well? Is there anything that you're like, all right, I have to do this or any um, particular goals personally that you've got? Um, I reckon for me, I like training with the boys. Yep. It probably gets more out of you. Um, early days, I probably started training with just my mates and they're obviously not at the highest level and you kind of figure like, Oh, like I'm going well against these boys, and you think you're going all right. When you when you do surround yourself with other people that are a bit better at any skill, doesn't matter what it is, that that raises your you know yeah. level and your skill set and all that sort of stuff as well for sure. Exactly, and so then when I started training with Blake, Jack, and um, Fish, it, I definitely got put into place like yeah. all the way at the back. Um, and I reckon next time I'll probably do that different. I reckon I train with the boys a bit more just yep. to. Um, just so I know where I'm at when I do come back. Totally, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things that I feel like every when before you're drafted, everyone thinks they work really hard, but you don't actually really know. And I was lucky in my first off season, 
I did every single session with Cripper. Yep. And there's not really a better guy that you can learn off. So I just, like, after doing that, I knew what a good training session looked like. I knew what doing extras looked like, how how you meant to eat and little things like that. So I was extremely lucky. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, d- so did you do any other extra stuff with Paddy as well in terms of, like, was there any recovery things that you did as well? The main thing that he's, like, a leader is his diet. Like, yep. his diet's really good um, in terms of... But, and he has to monitor a lot more than, say, what we do as well because he's a lot bigger guy than us. Yeah, for sure. stay lean, it's a bit harder. Yep. But little extra things that we did, we always did a bit of time on legs running, but before and after sessions, I think that's an area that I got a lot of like gains from my running out of. So after every session, we do like a 10-minute run just to keep the heart rate up and you get a bit more of an aerobic hit. So that was a little extra thing that we did that worked. Yeah, great. And uh, the thing that uh, stood out for me was the size of your fucking pipes. Both, <laughs> both of you are absolutely huge. you got some video. I'll, put, I'll clip these up and I'll put some videos all over the boys training down body match. Absolutely jacked. You must have been doing like 300 curls before bed or something. But That's what you do, eh? They call, <laughs> they call him Jack Carroll, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when you came back to the club from pre-season, um, uh, you said that, you know, that you had to sort of sort your um, diet out a little bit more. What did you do? What did you change when you, when you first got back? Um, or was it just more just because the training volume is back to what it regularly is for you that that kind of yeah? Well, because you're back into the program officially, and um, like they're feeding you at the club, like it's kind of hard to get fat and not cut off. So, um, whereas when you're in the off season, you can probably lean towards. I was actually pretty good because I'm a bit of a sweet tooth and I, I didn't eat any sweets, but it good. probably didn't help too much. Probably just <laughs> um, carb loading a bit too much. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe a few beers here and there as well didn't help. So yeah, um, probably just making sure there's a balance between um, what you're putting into your body. Most definitely. And like, have you guys ever done like, do you count calories or have you worked with dietitians or have you followed like any particular um, meal plans or anything like that just yet? Or um, I'd, I haven't counted calories, but... I kind of, like, during the off-season, I have a general idea yep. of it. Um, but we, we've got, a full, like, a dietitian at the club that she can give you meal plans and yep. she works with us lots during the season in terms of leading into games and then off-season, always available in terms of, like, what it's, it changes to everyone and what their goal is. So, for me, trying to put on weight, my goal probably would have been different for someone like Mott who is already, like, got a fair bit of size to him. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, when you're back into actually the season, being as specific as possible, what does that kind of look like for you in terms of like when you play a game, um, the recovery, what days off do you have? Uh, do you have, you know, w- w- what's the sort of habit surrounding a week of actually being an AFL player during the year? Well, probably just depends on, I guess, the gap between games. Yeah. Um, preseason, it's pretty simple because you're training specific days and there's no games to work around, but... In season, I reckon the day before is always a captain's run. The day after is always a day off. Yep. Um, and then it could be a recovery day slash training one day. Yep. Um, and usually you want to get two training sessions in with about one or two days off during the week. So, yep. um, yeah, it all just depends on the gap, whether it's a five-day break or a ten-day break. Yeah, I think this week it's a seven-day break. So two days off after the game. And then it's like a recovery, small training in a gym day, another day off, and then it's – our main training day. So you train, get treatment, do gym, and then the next day it'll be captain's run, yep. which is just a light tick your legs over and then into a game. And then throughout all those days, there's meetings scattered around and that's where we kind of review the game. 
you do your individual review, team review, and just you keep picking up on little things. Yeah, great. And then there's obviously so much, uh, like you said there, that's scheduled out for you that the club gives you. So you go, cool, we've got the recovery day, we've got the light session, all that sort of thing. You're sort of told to do all that stuff. Is there anything away on either the days off or like straight after the games that you guys personally do that's uh, maybe a little bit different from any of the other guys? I don't think it's what we do is any different, but... Usually after the games, we like to go into the club and just use the sauna and the ice baths and little things like that. And yep. then days off, the like myotherapy is always available at the club, so you can come in and get a bit of a massage. And we usually do that in the mornings of the days off. So yep. apart from that, we just like to get a fair bit of rest. Yeah, rest great. And sleeping. I've been doing the ice baths flat out lately. It's been really good, eh? Yeah. And like uh, I was doing the more that I'm like you know researching it, getting into it, whatever. Um, it's you know obviously the the reducing muscle inflammation is great for like you know professional athletes and that sort of thing but like the benefits that you even get from that is actually like one of the minor benefits it's actually you know the uh, release of um uh, shock proteins in your body um brown fat cells you're using them up <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Them a lot. Yeah, yeah so like there's all these other great benefits that i think that um you know it's only just coming out now and also they burn through like when i'm talking about it with all my like regular um personal training clients as well doing it actually requires a lot of calories to then warm your body back up so like doing it and having that shock you actually burn through a whole heap but yeah it's just um it's crazy how much stuff's coming out about that so the gym sessions that you do during the year do you focus on it's more just uh maintaining all your strength and your body composition whilst you're in the season yeah it's all maintaining um you want to probably build in the in the off season and um pre-season as well so yeah, just maintain it. Sometimes the loads will be high, sometimes they won't, depending on what the week looks like. What sort of reps do you like go up to? Sort of like six max, like usually, or eight maxes for, for yeah, most of them? about that. Yep. Yeah. So like usually, a, I'd say a standard one, your first, your first set will be like eight and then it'll go down to six, four or like two, little things like that. Yeah. Um, but we have like different phases with our gym throughout the year. So there'll be like a focus on power for a few weeks and then... Focus on strength after that and like they kind of rotate it and then there'll be like a few lighter weeks in there. Yeah, for sure. And then focusing on like the skill side of things as well. So you have your training sessions with, you know, with, with the team and you're doing them. Is there anything that you guys have been working on uh, individually that you're trying to improve skill-wise or? Yeah, for me, it's uh, I just like like making my strengths a bit stronger. So I'll, yep. I'm always working on my kicking. Sometimes probably overdoing it, potentially why I hurt my hammy the other week. Yeah, but, gotcha. Um. For me, yeah, I just want to make my strengths really, like, really strong for me, so... Double down on the strength, yeah. Yeah, so, like, everyone always talks about working on your weaknesses, but one of the big things that we, like, highlight as a club is making your strength so good, so... Yeah. Little things like kicking and contest work after training. We always have, like, a... 10 minute block where you can work on whatever you want yeah great and like in that 10 minute block and when you're working on the kicking what are the actual reps that you're doing like are you yep. doing is it like short kicking is it mid-range is it long kick? what do you do so usually what we'll do is we'll get like the key forwards or small forwards and then we'll do a bit of connection stuff for them so they'll lead out and we'll be hitting them so that's that's mainly what it is yep great and jesse yeah pretty much bouncing off what jack said just honing in on your on your strengths and um for me that's just pretty much my finishing how I, am at snags, gr- yeah, yeah. how I am at ground <laughs> level. Um, I try to go in with the midfield group every now and then, do a bit of contest work, but usually come out sore, so yeah, yeah, avoid nah, that. Nah, nah. We'll, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll stay down yeah, the forward exactly. line, yeah, stay next to Charlie and stuff, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, for uh, nutrition during the year, so we sort of touched on it a little bit, um, are you doing anything at the moment during the year the, in terms of um, meals that you've been cooking, uh, anything that you're following right now? Um, during the year, I'd say... 
like midweek during the week, it's we just eat pretty clean main meals. Like we get served meals at the club. Yep. And it's pretty much just a third protein, third salad, greens, and then a third carbs. Great. And I th- I'd say it's pretty consistent throughout like brekkies or dinners. Awesome. Maybe brekkie before a main session will be a bit more carb. Yep. But then the day before a game, that's when we kind of load up on the carbs. So big carb brekkie, yep. big carb lunch. We always go get a few sandwiches. And then, yeah, sandwiches. Great. And then we great. go to our usual Italian Danini's restaurant the night before a game. Wicked, wicked. Well, that was the sort of my next little bit is going into actual game day. And, um, you know, what, what I've found with talking with everybody that I've had on so far, everybody's really quite habitual when it comes to uh, your preparation for your games or um, if even if they're not a sports person that I've been talking to, whether whatever their performance is, they've sort of got their little rituals and their routines and their habits that they do before. So what, is, what do your game day habits look like or pre-game day habits look like? Um, probably starts from once the captain's run's done. Yeah. That's when you want to, I guess, get in, um, be hydrated, get in all the water and Gatorades and whatnot, and then um, go out to dinner, get pasta. The next day, Jack Locks to get a few pancakes and that with the carb loading and stuff. And oh, nice. Pancakes too. So you go and pasta. Yeah. And, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Um, a few sandwiches as well. So, um, yeah, it's probably different for everyone, but I think the main thing is you want to be hydrated and um, carb load. So. Yeah, we got a bit of a... We always go to the exact same spot for lunch every day, same spot for dinner. Yep. And then whether it's like have a nap on game day or go for a little walk or something like that, we always always do something as a little household group. Yeah, great. And then when you're playing like away games, uh, what do you do for that? Is there anything different that you always do for your away games? Um, I think you try to keep it as consistent as possible. Mm. Obviously, there'll be times when you can't because you're away and um, whatever, there might be obstacles. But yeah, trying to keep it as consistent and um, whether that's taking a nap at the same time or... Um, yeah, depending on whether it's a game day, night game, um, you'll change it up a bit. So Yeah, great. And then the other thing that I've been talking lots with, again, lots of guests that have been on here, is like the sports psychology and the mentality side of, um, you know, sport and performing. Um, do you guys do any work on that side of things, like mindfulness stuff, either in the club or do you do anything um, separate or anything like that? Yeah, in the club, our, our sports site's got a fair bit of involvement in our program. So we do, uh, like at least once a, once a week, we'll do a session and it'll be like a different focus, whether it's just a session. Where is that a one-on-one session or is that a group nah, session? No, it's a group, but yep. then it's always available for one-on-one. Yep. So, like, it'll be a different theme each week. Some weeks it'll just be a mindfulness session. Some weeks we'll actually be learning about, like, our mindset in games and stif- stuff like that. But, yeah, it's the focus changes and we just kind of get – well, they're trying to just educate us as much as they can. So we've got all the tools and resources available. So yeah. if we ever need it in-game or – during the week to like draw on saying, then we've got it there. Yeah, great. And then what are some of the techniques and that sort of thing that they make you do? Like what does one of those sessions look like? Do they do like visualisation or do they do, um, you know, journaling stuff? What do they do? I think that's what's good about it is there's such a wide um, variety and you can kind of take what you like out of it. Yeah. Um, what do you like out of any of those? Uh, for me, I reckon visualisation is always one. I like putting the headphones on and just kind of um, – it's not necessarily imagining you kicking 10 goals or whatever and it's kind of um, more realistic and I reckon that's kind of picturing um, some of the key forwards, bring it to ground and then how I'd kind of work off my opponent and um, be clean with my hands, picking up the ball and um, 
working out of traffic. So yeah, great. Um, yeah, probably keeping it a bit more realistic. And it's like just like you said, when you get into that situation in the game, you've already been there. So it's like you know, yeah. you know how to get your way out of it or work your way through it. Exactly. Yeah, great. And then, uh, is there any other players down the club that you mentioned? Obviously, um, uh, uh, Crips that you've been you know learning and sort of took you under his wing a little bit. Is there anybody else that you've been really learning either skill side of, side of stuff, um, professionalism, anything like that? Um, I think for me, a guy that I look at within the club a lot is Sam Walsh. We uh, play like a similar position and role. So in terms of just gameplay, I'll watch a fair bit of him and see what he's doing. And then usually whatever he's doing after training, I'll tag along a bit. So he's yeah. probably the guy for me. Yeah, great. Jesse? Um, I think on field, probably just look towards the other small forwards. So Matt Owies, Corey Durden, Zach Fisher. Yep. Um, especially the ones that are a bit older and probably have a bit more experience in the role. And um, yeah the boys that have kind of been around the block. So uh, just learning off them and kind of their little tricks that they have in their games. Yeah, great. And they're like, we never have any regrets of anything that you've, you know, done and paths that you take and all that sort of thing. But it, so far in, you know, your very young careers thus far, is there anything that, not that you regret doing, but you would have just changed a little bit how you did either um, preparation for stuff or uh, in a game or how you thought about something or maybe like a situation that, you know, you really um, uh, got stuck on or anything like that? Um, I reckon going back to before with the with the like mental side of the game, I think something I really focused on this year was like that ability to reset. Like yep. whether it's after a mistake or whatever it is, just being able to like go back to go and just reset so you're not thinking about it. Just next play sort so of mentality, think, yep. Like in the past it's been one of the things that's held me back and probably made me a little bit inconsistent is that when I mess up I'll just think about it so much. I'm yep. like, Oh, like I need to I need to make up for that. But whereas in reality, you just need to get back to playing on instinct. So for me, getting really good at reset, resetting after mistakes or whatever it is, it's allowed me to play on instinct a lot better. Yeah, definitely. Jesse? Uh, I think probably not so during the career, but probably before um, leading up to the draft, I reckon probably relied just too much on my natural ability of playing the game. Yep. Um, you could ask any of my mates. My, my diet was shitty ass. Um, <laughs> sleep was horrible as well. So... I didn't really care about that stuff too much, but I I think it's not until you you're in the system and everyone's just as good as you. Yep. Um. So I think every one percent matters, and um, definitely for draftees listening, like do as much as you can off field. Um. Whether that's your sleep, your diet, making sure you're just getting your little things right. For sure. And I think that that's a takeaway for anyone. Doesn't necessarily have to be with sport or whatever. For both the things that you said there, that's for any person's career or any passions or anything like that, you can take away a lot a lot from that because exactly right, next play um, and just making sure that, you know, you're not just relying on just cruising on through yep. and actually doing all those extra stuff. No, that's great. Um, and uh, you guys personally this year, is there anything that uh, you've been focusing on thus far um, or any other goals that you're kind of working towards personally uh, to finish off the year? Um, I think for me this year is kind of just uh, trying to add a few few more strengths to my bow in terms of position um wise because at Carlton we obviously got a lot a lot of really good inside mids yep. and that's my main position so this year I've just been focused on have to reinvent yourself a little yeah, bit and played a bit of wing during earlier in the season played a bit of half forward so yep. just little things like that trying to um just like broaden the options that I've got to play yeah great and Jesse uh for me it's just um I think your first year you're a bit naive and you're kind of just happy to be out there but um now second year I reckon like as a small forward, it's it's usually pretty hard to get involved as much as other other players. Yep. Um, 
So just making sure when those opportunities do come, I can capitalise. So whether that's finishing or um, tackling pressure or whatever. So um, yeah, just taking opportunities. That's awesome. So uh, last little bit, thank that. That was really great. I think there's going to be lots of people listening that are going to take a lot away from uh, all those bits of advice and your experiences. So just to finish off, a little bit of fun. So let's just say that you're a GM of a new team, right? Brand new team. It's um, the the Motlob's Deadlies and Jack's... Uh, Decents. Yep, there Jack's we go. Decents. Great. <laughs> you get to pick six players, uh, current players. They can't be your teammates though. No teammates. Uh, and uh, you need to pick two forwards, two backs and... A ruck and a mid. So you get you get you get six people. Who would you be picking? Um, are we doing like a draft order? Let's see. yeah, or just like yeah, just what 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 six that you want? Yeah, I reckon you'd have to probably go Nick Dacos. Yeah, he's a gun. Like, yeah. I have him as a backman. Yeah, as a backman, yeah. nice. Yeah, um, yeah. that's one. I'll probably go. We'll make a joint team. We'll make a joint, joint team. team. Do that. Team. Do joint team. Yeah. Chuck, Chad Warner in the midfield. Yeah, gun, gun, yeah, WA yep. boy as well. East so we got we got one back, we got one mid. Go one forward now, then we'll work back through. Um, oh, I would pick Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Chad, we can't so. pick. Can't Jeremy, pick Jeremy, Jeremy Cameron. Cameron. Yep. yep, yep, gun, gun. Yeah, and then back to the backs. Um, defenders. <laughs> Nobody knows who the defenders are. <laughs> well, who's, who's, we've got a few gun defenders as oh, well. No, I can just see the people on our team. Um. I would be picking Luke Ryan. That's what I would say. Full back, kicking yeah. it out, taking yeah, marks. Yeah, or Darcy Maybe Moore. Maybe intercept marks. Yeah, well, Darcy Moore played pretty good yeah. the other week, didn't he? Yeah, he's pretty yeah, good. Stephen May. I, I like Stephen May. Solid. Like Stephen May as well. Yeah, yeah. So. solid, solid. And then uh, what about the Ruck? Who are you picking for Ruck? Ruck will go... Tim English? Yeah, he's been going. He's been going. Tim English, done. And we need one more forward. On a young player. Have we got a... We need a small. We probably small need a small. We don't have a small forward. Um, Let's go, Charlie, Charlie Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, Charlie Cameron. Charlie nice Cameron. gun team. That great. Yeah. That's that's that, that's winning. That's winning um, premierships for sure. Uh, and uh, do either of you have any like side hustles or anything like that? Are you doing any projects you're working on? Uh, not a side hustle, but just uni on the side. What are you studying? Uh, I'm doing commerce online at Deakin Uni. So great. How's it going? I don't. Lo- I don't love doing it. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't love it, but I know I need to do something like that. So I'm just slowly chipping away at that. Yeah, good, good. And Jesse, I think my first two years have probably just been cruising through the system. You don't want to do the pod or anything like um, that. Not at the moment. I reckon I'll take a back seat in the media kind of thing. But yeah. I reckon next year I'll start going to um, Deakin as well, or, or another uni for film. Um, for film, yeah, I like that kind of thing. Sick. Yes, Jack. I watch a few movies. So nice. Always watch the movies. <laughs> nice, nice. Our power bill is through the roof. It's just from just the <laughs> TV. Just from PlayStation's going, his phone's charged, yeah. the TV's <laughs> going, he's got a fan going, and then he goes and has a fifty-minute shower. <laughs> <laughs> These are more of the housemate <laughs> habits. We're bringing back that's up. Habit. He's, he's sticking. He's sticking at the end. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, and uh, boys, uh, for anybody that's uh, listening, watching, where can they find you guys on uh, your socials? Uh, yep, at Jack and Carol on Instagram. Great. Uh, Deadly Motlop. We're going to chuck them on uh, all the clips and everything like that. Make sure you go follow the boys. And uh, guys, thanks so much for coming down and uh, doing the podcast. It's been a great, uh, great time talking to you. Uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Uh, and yeah, can't wait to have you back down, Body Madge, uh, next off season. Sounds good. Thank thanks you very much. much. Thanks, boys.
And that's another episode of Fat Chat all wrapped up. Thank you so much, Jack and Jesse, for coming and doing that episode. I'm really looking forward to getting to work with you in the off-season again. And hopefully, Carlton can go deep into the finals. And uh, yeah, good luck. Absolutely love your work. As always, guys, if you haven't already, follow, like, subscribe. Make sure you do that. A bloody oh your favour. goes a long way. Um, and if you want to go one further, uh, even uh, chuck us a little five-star review. That would be great. I've got the footy preseason program that's kicking off on the 9th of October. It sold out last year, so make sure if you're thinking about that uh, or you want to uh, level up your, uh, your your footy ability and uh, fitness this offseason to go head on over to www.bodymagic.fit sign yourself up it includes a gym program running program that i've used with all the afl players that come on and aflw players that come on through and train with me nutrition plans weekly check-in with a coach uh, as well as a, if you're in WA an in-person running session each week for all abilities of football from beginners to advanced there's uh, a program there for you I'd love for you to be a part of it it's sold out so make sure you get your spots quick and again head on over to www.bodymagic.fit thanks legends hi I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.